Hello, you are listening to On the Wind. I'm your host, Dave Tomasic, offering insights about people, places, and things that experience new beginnings. New listener or seasoned patron? Thanks for listening to On the Wind for August 2015, Season 5, Episode 50. On the Wind is hosted on Podbean at onthewind.podbean.com. Subscriptions are available through iTunes and all major RSS feed services. Links to the show notes and Facebook page are on the Podbean host site. Comments and suggestions are always welcome and can be sent to onthewind at outlook.com or from the link in the show notes. Doesn't it seem like just yesterday I was complaining about endless cold winters and spring? Well, here it is August, and the days are already noticeably getting shorter. It's still summer, but back-to-school activities are in full swing, and I'm seeing cold season items showing up in stores. I'm not ready for a snow shovel. Jeez, can't it all wait? Speaking of rushing the seasons, have the last two months gone by quickly for you too? I've probably put in more than 400 hours for my restoration and work activities for June and July. It seems the opportunities to be busy just never end. Rain, which has been the bane since March, has finally abated for more than a week and the fields have become literally workable again. As badly as they were only three weeks ago, today they are green, firm underfoot, and producing the way a farmer would like. Seeing dust behind the pickup was a welcome sight. But after ten days, you might have guessed, a little rain would be a good thing. The work on the Avanti is progressing slowly. So many things have popped up in the needs attention column, Crushed floor panels under the seats means time-consuming repairs. You know the entire body is fiberglass. The battery for this car weighs, for instance, 54 pounds and sits on a formed fiberglass shelf. And, yeah, that much weight bouncing on a fiberglass shelf for decades. Broke it. A previous driver abused this car badly. And to mitigate some of the problems the driver created... Repairs were made through holes hacked in the car's transmission tunnel by what I would guess was a well-meaning repairman. Not. My engine is yet to be finished. But not wanting to store it anywhere outside of the engine bay, the lethargy of the engine's rebuild has yet to become worrisome. Before the engine can be installed, I want to paint the engine bay completely, and, and that would be in its new color. Repairs to the engine bay are completed. Just a few items have to be removed to make conditions right, and those items will be coming off shortly, this month for sure. The engine was reworked 27 years ago, but was never reassembled. The damage resulting from the weight of the scattered parts was fairly minor, yet everything had to be located, cleaned, repolished, brought to tolerance, refitted. In the case of the valve springs, they're trashed and had to be replaced. And finally, soon to come, the reassembly. The same treatment uh, goes for the transmission, drive shaft, and differential, and I've already have those completed. Everything electrical has to be checked, refurbished, or <laughs> replaced 
When I decided to remove the dash, I found evidence of electrical problems in the presence of a bunch of melted wires. The dash was badly resurfaced in some distant past and it needs completely recolored. I've got the stuff for it and just haven't had the time to do it. The interior is coming along at a reasonable pace. My friend Chuck Usher is taking care of the upholstery and has finished the back seats, most of the front seats, the door panels. Lots of little interior touches are still in the works, but no hurry since uh, I don't have a cab really to receive the parts. The amount of work to do that continuously rolls out of this car is amazing. You can see what I have accomplished so far by checking out the Avanti's website, avantireborn.shutterfly.com. Lots and lots of pictures and comments. I've not mentioned F1 racing much this year. It's been on purpose. I still follow the sport closely, though. This has been a remarkable season for racing. That is, individuals actually having duels on the track. Absolutely marvelous action. It's also been a vicious year for personality clashes among the drivers, and a trying year for those struggling to get into the points, both drivers and teams. Honda's new team has been fraught with mechanical issues. The Renault power units that are used by several teams are badly underperforming compared to those of Mercedes. Honda's, well, it runs, usually. The Ferrari power unit is likely second best, but it's still no match for those of Mercedes. And accordingly, Mercedes' number one driver, Lewis Hamilton, is leading the world championship points race with his teammate, Nico Rosberg. Third place is held by Sebastian Vettel, driving a Ferrari, but he's already 40 points off the pace, and miracles will have to happen for him to actually catch up. But, hey, nine races left. The last race was held in Hungary, an unusual short racetrack, but it was the most exciting race so far this year. It also marked the first race that Mercedes was haunted royally by gremlins that seemed to be concentrating only on the other teams since early 2014. That means, hey, Hamilton finished well out of first, and worse, his teammate had to retire his car. The sad news for F1, a driver for Team Marussia, Jules Bianchi, died on July 17th. He was badly injured in 2014 during a freakish accident in the Japanese Grand Prix. He struck a recovery tractor as he skidded off a rain-soaked corner. He is the first F1 driver to die of race-related injuries since 1994, when Ayrton Senna died in a crash during the Italian Grand Prix. Senna's crash sparked a long overdue surge in addressing F1 car safety that has resulted in 21 years between deaths, compared to a previous norm of multiple fatal crashes per season. Both Bianchi and Senna died of head injuries. It's the one injury the open car can least protect against. In fact, in 2012, Marussia's F1 test driver, Maria de la Volota, died of complications of a head injury 15 months after her F1 ride malfunctioned and struck a parked lorry during tests in Spain. Ironically, Bianchi joined the team just after that accident. The F1 season is currently on summer break until August 23rd, when things will resume with the Belgian Grand Prix. Summer travels have been slim for your workaholic host. 
However, I did manage to attend the 40th wedding anniversary of a best friend, Carrie Figgle. His daughter, Colleen, from her Los Angeles digs, planned the whole surprise affair. Of course, she had the help of her sisters, who live a little closer to her parents' Cincinnati home. Those who made the wedding day memorable, sisters, brothers, wedding party, and close friends, gathered for a surprise dinner party. The bride and the groom arrived at the appropriate time to step into the private dining room, only to see pretty much the entire wedding party from 40 years ago. The look on Carrie and Jamie's faces was priceless. Getting anything over on these two is nearly impossible, yet Colleen and her sisters succeeded royally. So many things have happened in 40 years that thanks to Colleen's planning, the party guests were availed a long 4th of July weekend and attendance at the famous Figgle Annual Exotic Meats Picnic to catch up on all of those years. The picnic menu included the likes of python, alligator, frog, elk, venison, wild boar, duck, and bison. A new meat was introduced each hour and was served with a different beer compliments of the beer-making skills and efforts of Carrie and his son-in-laws. The opportunity to see old friends and have nothing to do but catch up was a phenomenal treat. Thanks go out to the conniving Figgle siblings. The trip home offered opportunity for a minor detour to visit the Myers of Meyer Studebaker in Duncan Falls. There we had lots of Studebaker conversation, a little bit of education, and of course, I could not leave without dropping some major coin on parts. Hey, I saved on shipping. There are lots of wonderful things going on all the time, and it's great to enjoy them. But please remember to have some time for those in your life that may be having a rough go. Your phone call, card, IM, or visit might be the good memory they need to keep a positive outlook. You know, an unsolicited act of kindness for those whose trip on the wind is not as smooth as maybe yours. That's all for this On the Wind episode. Don't forget to visit the show notes page for links and past episodes of On the Wind. Please leave your impressions at the make a comment link at onthewind.podbean.com or send an email to onthewind at outlook.com. Thank you for listening. Until next month, keep flying and remember, your next move is already on the wind.